0: The Schroots have a word for when everything in a man's life comes together perfectly. Perfect and schlag. And me, right now, I am in it. I finally get a chance to prove myself at corporate. I'm assembling a competent team. I'm likely a father. I'm so deep inside of perfectenschlag schlag right now. And just to be clear, there is a second de- definition. Perfect porkiness? I don't mean that.
1: Yeah, no, no, you do mean that. You are the perfected schlag, second definition of perfect pork anus. You're also the weasel, and I'm the snake.
0: <laughs> this is we Weasel Snake Podcast, baby! You guys, I'm just gonna apologize right now because I'm about to run so far with this four now. You guys aren't even ready. Yeah, but
1: welcome you, to it. Yeah, you're perfected, Slug. I am
0: welcome. in it. I'm literally in it. Perfection, I mean, everything's going my way. I could be speaking the death of my team and I could lose four straight, but I don't care. Undefeated, untied, A number one. You, you Top of the list. Ride the
1: high. King
0: now. of the hill. Hey,
1: you know A what? number one. It, it's real great to win in week four. Frank. But how about in the last week? Just that's all I'm
0: gonna say. That's true. That's true. I don't mean a ring if I don't got a thing. Just like Lamar. That that nope, uh, on the side. That's a side note piece from last pod that we won't talk about again. But anyway, that is true. I really don't care how my season goes if I don't win the ring. But side note to that whole thing, I really ninety percent of the reason why I just want to have a winning record is because I don't have to play for the for the losers' ball. Yeah. Because true. like the chip, it is anybody's game, and like the losers'
1: bowl. Do not think that you have an exemption. It is anybody's game. Hey, you know, you just have to make the dance to win the chip, and then you just have to avoid the dance to get out of the loser so chip. So I'm telling
0: else. everybody right now on behalf of somebody that's done the punishment, and Mike could probably vouch for me, it is a scary time when you're in the first week of that loser's bracket and you lose. Yeah, scary. That That is very scary. So seeing myself being almost out of that situation completely already – I'm right. Ra- there is not much better I can have besides, you know, winning the chip But, you know, obviously everybody wants to do that. But I'm happy. Four, no, fuck yeah.
1: I, I just want to, I got to ask. I got to ask. Yeah. Like, can you just like give a little bit of credence to the fact that you have the least points against by like 40? Yeah. Can yes. you give a little credence to that? I, I will, I would absolutely give credence to that.
0: But I'm only going to say one thing about that. Okay. Is first week, 100% luck. I went on a down week. My first week. But if you look at my team, and I'm just talking about my team, my team has outscored the previous week every week. All my players are continuously getting better, like they've done better each week. Like they're all growing as a team. So yes, teams aren't putting up their best points against me,
1: but I'm also You're m- top four and in points four now, which yeah. is why I'm not like as like yeah. big. But because I mean like whatever the points against, me. if you're top four in points four, then yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll throw you some respect. Uh, I, but I, I can't do it. I, I probably
0: won't. if luck wasn't so much a virtue in my four now. I'm probably sitting either two and two or three and one. That's Well, oh, yeah. Side note, um,
1: I'm the only two and two team in the league. Which That's is bizarre. Really bizarre. Everyone else is you're four and oh. And there's the, um, a bunch of three and one and one and three teams. Well, there's one, two, three, four, there's six teams that are one and three. Which is wild. I mean, like, how I'll, many teams are three and one? And then there's one? One, two, three, four. So there's quite a divide.
0: Yeah. Quite a divide. And I was actually who was I talking to about it? Like, there could be such a situation where, like, if those bottom teams continue to lose out, like, let's say four weeks, they each go one and three again. Yeah. Like, you're pretty much looking at the six top six already. I mean, it'd be a deep hole or a big comeback for someone to win, like, five straight in the last five weeks to, like, make the playoffs last second. But, I mean, as of right now, the, the gap is uh, widening and they, people really need uh, desperate moves. Definitely, for, definitely some uh, that need some wins and maybe some trades will be coming. Who
1: knows? Definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm like I feel like being two and two. Like I'm also facing Jake this this week. Was one and three. So like, if I get a win, th- then I automatically become two wins up on every one and three team that loses this week. So so, so like, like the, the one and four teams are going to be at a super like a massive disadvantage unless like somehow like like only a couple teams could go 1-4 you know what i'm saying right. so it's like this could be a really pivotal week for for like not like writing off someone's season but like uh like like a a two games under 500 in week 5 is like you're in a hole you know you're in a hole so <laughs>
0: so let's go over the matchups from last week even though we're talking about our current standings you
1: can do yours first i want
0: my first because i want that guy sure you see Ja Morant tattooed a, tattooed him. A, him on his hand. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that right now because oh, I'm four now. I can't I, nobody be else crashing down. I know. Well, I understand. So I play diabetes boy. Um, my team fucking popped the fuck off. Oh, I'm so happy about it. Uh, Kyler Murray 22.8. Honestly, still not playing up to his potential. I I literally hate watching the Cardinals play. I don't know why. Because they're bad. They're, yeah, that could be it. <laughs> um, but, you know, he seems to always get over 20, and I like that. Austin Eckler, Daddy Eckler, finally does what he wants to do. We'll talk about more of him later. Yeah, finally, he didn't score stuff. a touchdown first three games, scores three touchdowns in one game, makes
1: up for it. So, I love to see that. I'm just going to put that out there, a little yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah, I love to see, see that. that.
0: I mean, obviously, that make that gives you the hope that he can recreate anything from last year, and if that's true, he's the number one back. True. You know, so positive, absolutely. Um, 35, if I didn't say that from – Eckler, Mixon, literally like the average king, bro. I'm watching him play and like, dude, they just don't give him the ball. He's always gonna get me 15. That's that's pretty much what Mixon's gonna do. He might have like a bomb of 35, but then on that same note, he's also gonna have a bomb for six. So I think he's gonna average around 17, and he's not gonna have many boomer bust games. That's my quote on Mixon. Um, Marquise Brown is that guy. I'm telling you right now, even when D Hop comes back, I still I think there will be a decline in touches because D Hop's the number one. But you I've always seen Cardinal number two wide receivers still get their get their fair share. I still I still think I need a wide receiver one come future, but he's gonna hold his own there. And I don't he's been
1: a one as as of as of this like first four weeks. Yeah, so.
0: but like when D Hop comes back, everybody knows he's gonna get less touches, but I still think he's gonna he's still not gonna drop out of the top 20 wide receiver. Personally, that's just me. Fair. Um, Alan Lazard. Let me talk about this guy. This is big. Let me talk about this guy. This week, he plays the Giants, which is the next week. But last week, he got eight touches. He got eight targets for six touches, 116 yards, not even a tutty, bro. If he got a tutty, that's a 25-point week. And let's talk about the production increase over the weeks. First time he played, three targets, two touches. And we said, okay. Second time he played, six targets, four touches. Third time he played, eight targets, six touches. It is continuously going up. Aaron Rodgers is feeling more comfortable with his team. Last week was the first time they looked like the old Packers. I'm so high on Alan Lazard. I don't think he's going to be the best wide receiver in the league. But I'm just high that, you know, I got him late and people were like, yeah, he's a trash wide receiver. I think he finishes top,
1: like in the top 35 by the end of the season for sure. Um, I mean, if you can get another receiver in a trade, then and and Lazard's like a flex play for you, then I think that's perfect. I, I, think, I think it works out.
0: Um, I mean, this honestly would have gave me the absolute destruction of everything if Mark Andrews got more than three point five. Mark yeah. and I scored 157 points, and Mark Andrews only scored three and a half. A let's, just, let's just point that out there. Um so that guy obviously doesn't isn't gonna do that. He only got two receptions for 35 yards, but they were playing a tough Buffalo defense who were literally guarding him like the whole time, like really tough on Mark Andrews. I mean Baltimore had was struggling to get much offense in the air. He was just jumping it off to Dobbins, you know, and or just running it. Anyway, um I picked up Josh Reynolds off the waiver wire. We will talk about that. Love that. He got 21 in my flex. I also picked up the uh, Raiders defense off the waiver wire. They got 13. And uh, I had Jake Elliott with five in the kicker, and I'm gonna drop him because <laughs> Philly goes it for it on fourth down so much, bro. Which I understand; they're a good offense. They got a mobile quarterback. Why not?
1: You know, and yeah, like yo, I want to talk about that quick because the score ended up being 29-21 in, in Eagles-Jags. There was a point with under two minutes left in the game. Philly had a fourth down. Like I think I think it was on the 30, or like, it would have been a kind of a long field goal, but like. They went for it with under two minutes left. It just like it was raining.
0: It was rainy and windy. Like it was like a, like they they said it was really tough conditions. But I, I'm still saying kick the field because even if you don't make it, you're gonna be in that same spot from missing the field goal.
1: Yeah, it just you I know what I don't saying? understand. I, I don't like. I and don't then you would have sealed that. the deal if you made the field goal. Yeah, yeah. But, like they won, but it just felt like not fully unneeded, but just like. Pretty unneeded, like, drama when, like, they could have just kicked the field goal and then two possession game and the game's over. But, you know.
0: The no last least. tidbit I have is with my bench, um Ramondre on my bench with 12.9 and he got 20 the week before. I'm loving that production from him, especially because he's the more of the receiver back. And Patriots keep finding themselves down so that they just need Ramondre more. And you know what? People hate on Bobby Woods, but you can't hate – you really can't hate on – His numbers, like not like his points, but like his targets. I mean, he's get in the past three weeks, he got five, nine, and four. I I mean, it's 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 a flex option. People hate on him though. I I mean, I I think there's a future there for him personally.
1: I just think the Titans are bad, very bad. and, And I mean, I think over the course of the year, the the rookie there, Traylon Burks, like he he's had some injury stuff going on. I'm pretty sure, but I feel like he like eats eats away at it. But I mean. Like if you don't have depth, then you can throw Bobby Woods at your flex. Then I mean you can do, it, but you know. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. Go ahead, talk about Jake's team. So I mean his um his stars played played well. I'm, I mean Mahomes had twenty three, which is I mean like the, like that's what you want every guy of Mahomes is twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um and then Jay Jetta had thirty two. Um that was the London game. Uh, Ten catches for one hundred forty seven, and then he had a rushing touchdown too. I mean, that's what you want out of him. Um, I mean, he had the 40-bomb in the first week, but then kind of a lull weeks two and three with 10 and four. Yep. So I think it was definitely uh, like some promise for Jake. I mean, I, I'm i curious to see how this goes moving forward because um, I know that, uh, like, first week we are like, oh, like he's going to have Cub numbers, and this week he played well too. Like, I think, the, like, the, the, the weeks uh, two and three showed that, like, if you key in on him, like, he's not – like, I, he might be more skilled than Cooper Cup, but, like – I don't know, like. I don't know if it's a Kirk thing, but like Cooper Cup has been more consistent. Yeah, I, I think when you year, key yeah. in
0: when you key in on Kirk, you 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 shut down Jefferson. I, I literally think that when you have it an,
1: could be a QB thing. It
0: could be, and I I don't think it's 100% a QB thing. I think Jefferson is more of a non-slot guy. He 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 you know goes out. Like an outside the, guy. He's an outside guy. Cup is you know going to be in the slot and to be always open for that dump off pass. Yeah, so for it's for hard him. to get that same volume. Um, and and I, he's the reason why he's not Stefan Diggs, because I think him and Stephon Diggs played the similar role for their team, is because the offense for the Bills doesn't get shut down as much as the Vikings does. Yeah, and Josh
1: Allen is, like, yeah. fantastic. So, team, I, so
0: that I, think, I think I I think think that when the offense is going, I think Jay
1: Jetta always gets
0: over 25.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, you just have to like, get him the ball in his hands. Um, I mean, like, the, the targets are always going to be there. I mean, 11-12, yeah. he had to dip against Detroit with only six. But then 11-12 and 13, aside from that week. So, I mean, the volume's going to be there. He's averaging, I mean,
0: like, nine. Yeah. Nine to ten Targets. I get you can't complain about
1: that. Yeah, it's something where like he's gonna be in the wide receiver one conversation literally every single week. Um, like he's gonna get the volume, just a matter of like, does he get the ball and like, can he can he hit the end zone too? So yeah. I don't know, but I think I think with Jake's team, like it just comes down to the backs. I mean, Elliot and Connor both at ten, and I just don't see how you can like expect more from them each week, like that much more than ten each. Yeah. Really, I mean, with Pollard and Dallas, um, and then Zeke just hasn't even been great when he's been playing the last two years. And then with James Conner, I mean that they run fucking Eno Benjamin a bunch, like. And to
0: your point, the Cardinals don't look good. No, and, and, you
1: know, and yeah, they're I mean, always down, so they're throwing the ball. And Kyler eats up a rushing yards too. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just like I don't, like I, I was chatting trades with Jake a little bit, Me too. um, and with like for, for like Mahomes and and Conner, but like I don't know if I want Conner, and I don't even know if I want Zeke any more than Conner. So it's like I feel like. He has to make some sort of move because his depth is, like, terrible, too. I mean, if you look at his bench. Dude, like- that's
0: literally what he said to me. I made I made a trade for Justin Jefferson, and he, I wasn't giving him a quality receiver in return. I think it was giving him maybe, like, Hollywood Brown. Like, that would have been his, like, future wide receiver one. And yeah. he's like, with my depth at wide receiver, I literally can't make that trade because okay. I don't have anything to back it up. So it's like he was one of my guys that, like, I had to turn away from, from trades because the best thing that he has that I would want is by his wide receiver, but his only depth – is that running back? You would have to
1: give him some sort of something receiver in return because he's got um, outside of Jay Jetta He's got Cooks and Brandon Ayuk and Juju and like Jarvis Landry. Just like just, just like eight not... point eight points a game guys, you know. Yeah, I mean the, the only thing that like he can maybe hold out hope for is that um, Jameson Williams is on his IR. Um, that's the rookie that the Lions took the receiver like with the twelfth pick. Yep. Um. So, I mean, maybe, like, saving grace, like, he throws that in, but that still doesn't fix the, fix the running back problem. I mean, and, maybe. And he's not even ready to go.
0: I mean, play, maybe so. Kyle Pitts starts doing better, too. That could be a problem because that was his third pick. I mean, losing your third pick to get less than 10 points a game is tough. Yeah. You know?
1: So, I mean. And he's not playing that. And, and Pitts is out this week with an injury. Yeah. Hamstring, so like, yeah. You know, so 3-3, three, 13-3, three, three, and now an injury for Pitts for, for, for the first couple weeks. here. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like, it's weird because I want to say – he should bounce back from that and start to produce more, but I don't even know why I say that because like nothing's really changed that much. Like yeah. and like the, the 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 target thing is a little scary too. I don't know. It's just it's just not what you want to see. Like seven was good week one, but then down to three, and then up to eight, and then down to four. It's just like yeah. that's like receiving like. The, the the targets that a guy that people are saying is like like a generational like change the position kind of tight end should be getting.
0: Um, and you want to know the tough thing about it is the Falcons have gotten over twenty points every game. So the fact that they're finding the end zone and he's still not getting the points shows that it's it's a Kyle Pitts thing, in my opinion. Because if they're finding if they're moving down the field consistently and your guy's still not getting the ball,
1: I mean, you I'll, know, what
0: I'm trying to say, like, yeah, I okay. mean, maybe it could be coaching. You know, there could be more things. But I'm just trying to say, like. Like maybe it could be just a, maybe he's not that good. I don't. I you know I'm trying to say I don't I, know. I, I mean
1: maybe. I think this year like I'll give a little bit more because Mario. I think Mariota literally had like 80 passing yards this week and they had like 200 yards on the ground. Like the the rookie, um, Algier had like 100 on the ground and then the caddy before he got hurt had a bunch of yards. So like they're running the ball a shit ton, but like even before this week when they had 200 yards, where Mariota was like like slinging it around a little bit, pitch wasn't getting it. So, so now like if they're gonna be passing less. That's just going to be, you know, even worse for Pitts, yeah. you know? So, I don't know. That's scary. Like, is Jake's team kind of hovering in, like, the worst team? Well,
0: I think that him dropping 126 with Kyle Pitts getting 3.5 and both of his running backs just getting 10 shows that it's not. I, I can't I can't say that it's not. I think that Z's team couldn't get 126 without Cup. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And this I don't know. Like, he he's still dropping 126 without guys putting up real numbers outside of Jay Jetta. But, you know – that, that's me. So right there, I, I don't think this team can win a chip, but I think this team could, could win any game like based off if their team pops off. Like I don't even if Z's team pops off, I don't think he gets over 125. Mm-hmm. And I I mean he he finally won and he only scored 104. We'll talk about that game in a second. But like that's yeah. just me. I still think Jake's team has potential because of the numbers that it's able to drop. Um, and that's it. And that's why I say the same thing for Mike's team. I don't think Mike's team is like a championship team yet. I think he's on the cusp. But I think Mike's
1: team is one that you should be still worried about when you play. You know, I don't think it's an easy win. I, I think Mike's team. Well, you know what? Like, like I, I, like, I want to talk about Mike's team right after I talk about mine, actually, because I like Mike's team a lot. Right, so you um, want to do uh, which game next? Mine. Okay. Um, oh, wow. All right. So, <laughs> um, I I'm, I'm I'm gonna good and bad you before I before I give you the final score. So. My running backs, Jonathan Taylor and James Robinson, both had three, a three point three and two point nine, bad. Um, I had hundred thirty points, good. Um, Buse had hundred seventy eight, bad, bad, Dude, very bad. I lost by fifty to, to the commission. Like it's just so fucking annoying. Well, it's like it's annoying in the respect where like, I can't even be that mad because even if Taylor and Robinson did what I wanted them to do, I probably still lose because I mean, like I want to go through Buse's team first, so. So Russell Wilson finally has um, a Russell Wilson s game you know he, he had um, he had 27 um he ran in one um I mean CMC had a CMC game 25 this one though the Jamal Williams 25 really hurt uh one away and two tight for Jamal Williams in a in a fucking, um, um in, in a massive game um, against Seattle where there was um like 93 points between the teams uh, but this is two weeks in a row for Jamal Williams popping off I mean he's the number six running back last two weeks. Uh, tw- 25, um, and then even in week one, he had 16. You know, a quick down week in week two was seven. He didn't even play week one, right? Didn't no, no, he played. He played. He, he played, played yeah, he had, yeah, he had 16 against Philly week one. Oh, yeah. And then he dropped to seven, but then he has 25 two weeks in a row. And I mean, like, Swift didn't play this week, um, but I mean, like, he's been in there, like, in scoring points, even when Swift does play. So, I mean... Like I feel like Jamal Williams could be like a startable player. Like even when Williams, uh, even when Swift comes back, yeah,
0: that's the thing, dude. When with Williams doing the, like what he is right now, I mean, with Swift coming back, who's who's the number one?
1: I mean, I think uh, Swift's the number one, I'd say. But even then, I mean, like I feel like Swift catches the ball a shit ton more, and Jamal Williams is a fucking. Absolute beast, and on the on like on the goal line, I mean, like he's just gonna get in the end zone, so I mean, it's like a, it's a perfect one two punch for an offense that's like surprisingly really good. Like, like, uh, Detroit has been, um, defensively just horrendous, but I mean, in a week one, they put up numbers against Philly, and like they've been scoring points, mm-hmm. so I don't know, I, I like that. Um, here's then, my thing,
0: right? It's exactly what he needed coming with, um, Jeff Wilson only having two, two weeks left until, um, Elijah Mitchell comes back. So, I mean, another running back that he was able to groom into a number two spot that he needed because Etienne was looking tough. I mean, if Wilson goes back to what he was before, I mean, he was really looking with, no- with nothing before. I mean, because he he had options, but no one was really producing, even McCaffrey. But now everybody seems to produce. The one, and then, I don't know. He just seems to be okay. I don't know. That made sense. I spewed a lot
1: of it nonsense. Right that was there. a lot of mumbo-jumbo. But, yeah. but uh, I mean, um, like, Buse's team... I'm still kind of out on it a little bit because, like, I don't know if Russell Wilson continues to do this or, like, he just kind of, like, this was a bounce-back thing. Um, I mean, his defense and kicker got him 40 points combined. I mean, um, San Francisco's D had 22 um, against the Rams and then his kicker had 18. Um, but um, So, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I think, it, like uh, –
0: I don't think he drops 180 again, but here's my thing. I definitely think Russ is a normal QB. I think every QB is going to score 27 now and again. Um, if you look at his numbers prior to that, I think he looked had relatively normal QB numbers: 18, 11, 9, 27. Like, and then he just scored nine this past week on Thursday night. So yeah, that's just like
1: not good. good. I mean, like, so, like 18 week one, and then other than that, uh, um, 18 and then 27 in week four. But other than that, it's been 11 or under. Like, that's just not. He's
0: played an extra game, and he's the 10th best QB. Yeah, yeah, it's not, you know. I I think he's an average QB. I think you just got unlucky and he popped off. That's just what you got hit with. Yeah. And I think you got hit with, finally, CMC's back. So, sorry, that's going to be a common thing again. And You got hit with the first week of that. And I think everybody else just kind of, like, averaged
1: out. I mean, you can't predict that the San Francisco 49ers defense is going to get 22. I mean, even Ertz with 16 in the flex. Like, his team, like, his lowest score was Wilson with 13, like, 13 and a half. And then, and then everyone else had um, pretty much 16 or over, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Unlucky, you know, we, we chatted about it a little bit last week. Like, if like my team scores, like, 125, I think it's a good week. If I score 135, I'm not that upset that I, I didn't win. And this week, I'm going to drop it down to 130, like – you know, but my team played okay, even in spite of my top two running backs like, averaging three points. I put up 130. Um, I want to be everyone in the league, but but, but like you, and Bodie, or, or you Teddy, and Buse, I think. No, literally just me and Buse. No, there's one more. I'm looking more.
0: at it. Oh, yeah, Teddy got
1: 134. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I had the fourth highest scoring points in the league. I mean, I can't be super upset. I mean, I know the loss is tough, but. And, I mean, I love my team moving forward after the trade, but we'll, mm. we'll, we'll talk we'll, about we'll, the trade we'll, after. We'll talk about it. Right, I wanna I wanna bump over to Mike's uh, Mike's team now. Uh, Mike's matchup. He did lose to um to Brandon, whose new name is Tua's Hex Girls. So congrats <laughs> on the on the on the week one. Because he won one. with Tua, only getting two point four. Yeah, because Tua uh, reconcussed himself. Yeah. <laughs> which was honestly fucked. Like, like real Scary. quick. Like should not have been put back in the game. He should have like, been put before. back in the game at all. Like, dude. Yeah, against the Bills shouldn't should have been put back in the game and then it shouldn't have played and and then like their head coach said yeah, like like um, we love Tua. We never like we didn't think he was 100% okay. Like use your fucking eyes. Yo, and this is super side note to
0: that is there was another hit over the weekend that I don't remember who, but I saw it, another concussion. But he had the same situation as Tua where like he gets hit, and he just starts walking off the field. It was Hines on Thursday. Yeah, and, and their legs just break. Like, yeah, I've never exactly. seen that in football ever, and now I'm seeing it twice.
1: I don't fucking care what happens in that concussion tent yeah. after, like, this dude was wobbling off the, the field, field and, like, yeah. dizzy and not knowing where to go. Yeah. Like, like don't put him back. Yeah, I mean, That's yeah. just common sense. sense. That's
0: – I don't, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, what's, like, maybe they got different helmets, so maybe they absorb it better or something, and then, like, it hits you after when you get up, and you just, I don't, like, know what the situation is, but I've never seen, like, players, like, do that, like, be like, oh, I'm good, like, let's keep going mentally, and their body isn't there.
1: Yeah, well, so, like, well like, the last couple of years, like, they really, like, it felt like they were honing honing in on the concussion stuff, like concussion protocol and things like that, and this feels like a step back, and yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of stuff, which I think, like, is valid, that, like like the, the, the dolphins, like the trainers, or whatever, could get fucking sued. And yeah. I think it's valid because like like this is this dude's life, and and like like if you get like a second concussion within like what, like like a second concussion, like a week after your first one is like incrementally worse than like having like four concussions over like five years, you know, yeah. like, like like from what I heard. That, like, if you get a concussion right after the first one, like, you're really not even healed from the first one, and you could fuck you up even more. Like, you're fucking. Your brain's already swollen from the first concussion. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're playing with someone's life. Like, like, I I honestly don't care about, like, wins or a championship or whatever if, like, someone's life is literally on the line. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. We've seen it, so I don't know. It's just a game. Quick little tangent on that. But, (laughs) all right. So, so Brandon get a win 110, 105. Um, And weirdly enough, I do want to talk about Mike's teams. I like Mike's team. Um,. I think, um, I mean, Burrow with 20, you know, um, a, a nice little bounce back. You know, there were some kind of worries about that. with um, 21, I mean, like, he's the number one back, and I, like, I think that's going to kind of stay the same. Um, T Higgins, who his team is named after Cincinnati Tea Party, 26. Mm-hmm. I mean, T's looked like, other than week one, like the number one guy there. I mean, I, I don't think – I think it kind of changes week to week, but he's been consistent as hell. Um, Mike Williams at 20 um, in his flex. But, I mean, I want to look at his bench real quick. I mean – Kamara's been hurt, so when Kamara um, comes back in, like that'll be a really nice stable. Mm-hmm. And then Miles Sanders has been fucking fantastic. He had 30 this week. And then, and then in we the In the Ice about,
0: Bowl win bowl, like it was a running back strong game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, we, we talked about it last week. I mean, in terms of volume wise, I mean, um thirteen rushes, seventeen rushes, fifteen rushes, twenty seven rushes this past week. I mean, I'd like them to be a little more active in the passing game. Um, three targets are under every week, but I mean, like the volume in terms of like a flex slash RB two guy is Bellcare. there is there he's a bell cow and then and, and the birds run the ball shit ton. Mm-hmm. i mean i mean like in terms of rushing like they have a bunch of guys that do it but like every guy has, has seemed to kind of been getting like um has been getting opportunity to produce you know what i mean yeah 27 carries is a lot i don't know if he's going to get that again but i mean like i thought that was a good sign so i mean like if Kamara um, is healthy then mike can go burrow chubb alvin kamara uh miles sanders at his flex and then his receivers he could go t higgins um, Mark Cooper had a down week last week, but he had some good weeks. He could go Mike Williams, like like Jacoby Myers, is definitely depth uh, through when he comes back for uh, buys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I like Mike's team moving forward. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But then um on Brandon's side, I mean, no more Tua, but I mean, I'm not really worried about that. But he has Matt Stafford on his bench, who has been suspect. He's the 28th ranked quarterback, which is <laughs> honestly fucking absurd. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry finally had a nice little week, 25. Devin Sing- Singletary came back down to earth, 11. CD with 21 is nice. Like This Cooper Rush thing in Dallas is actually looking kind of interesting. Um, But then I think for Brandon, the, the big thing, which I fucking hate, is his defense at 15 and his kicker at 11. And that kind of like sealed the deal. <laughs> Five-point win. I like Mike's team w- like way more moving forward. Than wow, Mike's he won
0: team. because of his kicker
1: and defense. Yeah, yep. The, Dude, which, yeah, Mike like, dropped two zeroes. Don't yeah, the not show it was zero, and don't then the Rams do was zero. Um, whose team do you like better moving forward, Brandon or Mike? Oh, I, oh gosh, that's actually a really good question. I mean, I think
0: I like Mike's team more. I don't like, um, Brandon's team. Well, I like it and I don't like it. Okay, I think that it has possibility to drop 150, 160 any week and he's one of those teams that I don't think is a championship team but can drop 160 any week so you got to be worried about it you know but I don't think he's a championship team for a couple of reasons Derrick Henry I don't think is good this year I think he's gonna do Derrick Henry things sometimes because he is like a fucking huge m- motherfucker running guy you know you just a good, he's a good running back sometimes. Yeah, there's
1: two weeks in a row with, with, with like pretty much 25. So, I mean, it's it's nice seeing that. I just
0: don't think it's going to be the consistent as it was last year. I thought he's going to probably finish 9 or 10 running back spot. Devin Singletary is just getting the numbers because Buffalo just seems to find him in the end zone. I don't think it's consistent. And then the wide receiver game. I think he has great wide receivers in Kirk and C.D. Lamb. But wide receiver-dependent teams tend to struggle late in the game because when you have to win five games in a row to win the chip. You have to be dependent on wide receivers to produce five games in a row, and those guys don't do it as often as running backs. That's just me. So that's why I struggle with his team, while if you look at Mike's, his is the opposite. He, he's going to come down the ri- line with three strong running backs every week, and that is way more promising. So that's why I go Mike's team. But um, both teams, like I said before, like you definitely can't just be like, yeah, I'm playing Mike's team, that's an easy win, or I'm playing Brandon's team, that's an easy win. Like They can drop 150, and you could definitely just lose. That that That's that's me. There's a lot of
1: good teams this, week, this year. Yeah, I think, like, everyone's kind of on a pretty similar playing field. I, I think that there's maybe a couple teams that are a little better, and then, like, I think there's a couple teams that are, like, um, like in, in that real bottom tier. But I think for the most part, I'd say, like, like <laughs> off the top of my head, there's probably, like, eight teams in, in, in that middle grouping of, like, what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, all the teams, like, like have, have promise now and, like, a little bit of um a potential later, too. So I'm interested to see. Um, I want to go to
0: Bodie and uh – Z's game. Love this game, bro. It's the same thing that happened last year. It's happened again. It's the FIFA gods. Not the FIFA gods. The fantasy gods. Sure. Um, Murph had the far and away best team. Mike, last year, had the far and away best team. They play. Murph loses. This year,
1: Z has far and away the worst team. Bodhi has far and away the best team. They play. Z wins. I love fantasy. 104 to 89. 89 points was the least amount of points scored this week. Um, from Bodhi's team, who we agreed was like... Probably the best team. Yeah, yeah. it was probably the best team. I mean, across the board, everyone was bad. I mean, I mean, Lamar thirteen, Dalvin ten, um, fucking Lenny Ford Tuddy's at eighteen, and then I mean, like here's where it goes wrong. His second leading scorer after that is Pat Fryer, I mean, with, with fifteen points. Yeah, just not gonna do it. I mean, Pittman was six. Um, and Indianapolis is just not fucking good. Matt Ryan is like is like egregiously bad. Yeah. Um, Drake London comes back down to earth with, with only two catches for seventeen. I mean. Uh, I, I like Drake Leonard moving forward. This is his first week of of, of under 12. Yeah, I know mean, it's a Steve drop-off, but, I mean, he's a rookie. Like, not every game's going to be good. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I, I think he's a startable wide receiver, one or two every week. Um, I mean, the the, the the big thing with Bodie is that Keenan Allen and um and Amon Ross St. Brown both hurt. Um. So, I mean, I think that was big. Um. But then need need more from Dalvin here. Like, like Dalvin is the number 25 running back right now. Yep. 13-7, 13-10. Uh, I mean – I I think he bounces back. I mean, I know he had that quick shoulder thing. Like, the volume is there, though. You know, I always talk about volume. I mean, 20 touches. He had six against Philly in Week 2, but then 17 and 20. um, I mean, even in the passing game. um, He had um, five targets, six targets, zero against Detroit, and then two last week. But, I mean, like, you've seen that he he can get the ball. Uh, I mean, uh, I think we talked about it before with Jay Jeddab. I think it comes down to, like... If Kirk Cousins can't produce, or if Kirk Cousins is making mistakes, either turning the ball over or just not being able to, to convert first downs, right. then everyone fails. I mean, like, unfortunately, like, even though it's not just about the quarterback, it comes down to the quarterback being able to make those plays. Absolutely. So, that's so. That's a great point, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Bodie's team moving forward, I wouldn't really worry about it at all.
0: I, I mean, think Bodie literally got. This is a great look on Bodie's team about how his team is just so depth, like it has so much depth. I mean, he had two guys, two top starters that were on his injuries. And his team, when he had a starting lineup set, didn't even look like it had any bumps no, to it. Yeah, no, he still, had a, he still had a great starting lineup in. So 189 was because of the injuries. I think if they're both in, I think he produces more than that. True. But um, it just goes to show you, I mean, bye weeks are going to be huge. People big players sitting out could mean that the best team loses so true um I think this is a little foreshadowing to what we're gonna see I think injuries are gonna come into play more you can't assume there's not a lot of injuries this, this year a couple concussions you know one Elijah Mitchell hit I mean Jonathan Taylor got
1: Javante Williams probably the biggest big one, one. Right? yeah
0: yeah but like outside of that like there's only been like four two three maybe good ones that have put people out for the season like but like most I mean there hasn't been a big one I see more coming so like this, yeah, is yeah, gonna this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Best teams could go down. And this is a great example, finally, what I want to talk about, is so many good teams, bro, is once we hit playoffs, if I mean, if Bodie's team loses, I mean, it's anybody's game. Like,
1: one bad week, like, I love that. I love how everybody's in the hunt. I love that. No, true. I'm, uh, I want to talk about Z's team real quick. I think Z's team, like, even though he won, like, took a massive step back this week um, because, I mean, like, Brady with 26 was good, but then the caddy, um, he had um like 38 yards on the ground and a tutty, but then he's out. He's on the um, he might be on the IR low key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is on the IR, so he's gonna be out for four he weeks. He does have Dobbins on the bench. He
0: he left Dobbins on the bench for 30 this past week. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Twenty two and two yeah.
1: tutties. I mean, I, th- I think the Dobbins thing is is super promising for Z. Um, and, and then I mean, he's got um Dave Montgomery coming back. I mean, Clear Herbert Herbert's been okay. I mean, he had the big bomb with um with the 30 points the first week he started. Now he came back down to 11. I mean, it's really just Cub for him. I, I mean, Cub has been absolutely fucking unbelievable he's again still this year. He's still cut. 32, 32, 16, 27. He's on pace for like 170 catches, which is like 25 more than the, the than the record. Like, I mean, it's funny because we talked about at the beginning of the year, we both were kind of like, um, like I think I was a little higher on him, but we both kind of agreed he probably wouldn't get the numbers he did last year. But he's on pace to do it again. The, sis- I mean, the system that McVay does over there is literally like for Cub. Like yeah, when you watch cup. it, it's like the offense is
0: it's it's literally like everyone's gonna run a route. Matt Stafford's gonna scan the field, and then at the end of the at the end of the whole play, Cooper's gonna be open. Like that's like the play. So like either he finds a guy that's open off the rip, or he sits in the pocket for an extra two seconds, and then Cooper gets open, and then he hits Cooper. Like yeah. that's literally what they do every single time. And then nine times out of ten, guys not open, he just dumps it to Cooper.
1: <laughs> no, it's crazy. And then, like, it's crazy on a week where, like, your team as an offense scores nine points, but then in fantasy you can score 27. I mean, the floor is just – I'm going to say I think his floor might be the highest in fantasy. Like, like definitely the highest for, for skill position, guys. It, 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 does he have the highest floor, even including quarterbacks in there? Or, or the, like, the, the, the most consistent floor? I mean, like, that might sound crazy to say. It really might. But, I mean, like, I, I think his lowest game – is I think on last. par with, with no. His lowest game is better than, than Lamar's lowest game. Like you know, like Cooper Cup has been putting up like, I get what you're like you know what I'm I saying mean, like,
0: quarterback floor numbers. I get what you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. So like, it's crazy to say, and like, like that could be bugging, but like, like just the fact that that can be a conversation that Cooper Cup might be like, like a more like high scoring and safer play than a quarterback is fucking absurd. Like, absurd. <laughs> so <coughs> it's the, and if he does it back to back years, bro. Do you have to pick him first overall the next year? Uh, I I like I think he's absolutely one hundred percent like like a top three pick. I, I think the only reason that you wouldn't is just like like we talk about every year, just like the upside with running backs. the value of backs and 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 the small amount that um that there are you know and 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 quickly just about backs. I was looking back to the drafts a little bit and um because I was looking back about the guys I drafted and I mean I drafted Brees Hall with with my with the last pick of the second round. I was like, should I have picked him there? And, yeah, because after that, there was, like, six picks between the next back, and then it was, like, Josh Jacobs, who, like, has been – he had a good game this year, but it's terrible. And then, like, mm-hmm. like the, the, even even a bigger drop-off of, of guys that are just horrific. So, I mean, I think that's why, like, coming back to the point, I think Cup, like, would, I would never roast someone for picking Cup with the first pick overall. I just think I'd pick a running back just because there's so much more. There's so oh, much Well, I would 100% so agree.
0: Before this year, like, if somebody took Cup first three, I'd be, like, kind of a waste of a pick personally. Yeah. Going, if he does exactly what he's doing on pay, on pace for i think no matter where he goes in the first three first pick i respect the pick based off of the numbers and the promise that he's produced the past two
1: years i'm sorry. i just have to say i agree with you like yeah. quarterback floor numbers are just not a thing it's just crazy like I mean, um mm. the closest thing i can think of is like cmc a couple of years ago i mean when, uh, when yeah. he was just lights out um but but i mean like that's a small group i mean i mean i think bringing back to a fantasy perspective for a team like z's where i mean the caddy just went down. I mean, like, I know you have Dobbins, but then, like, Devonta Smith, your second receiver. Like, he started Greg Dorch. Like, yeah. I think – I don't really see a way of Z becoming relevant unless he trades Cup for, uh, like, a couple startable guys. Yes. Two to three startable players well, because there's no way he can, he can, he can win games with this team. The, no he,
0: here's the situation. This is what he has, okay? This is what he needs. He needs – when he, Montgomery comes back, he needs Montgomery to average 15. He needs Dobbins to be like he was before and just a dog, right? He needs to be averaging the 20 points that he has. If he has that, if he has Montgomery that does better. If he has Cub, that's pretty good three. Now if you were to slide down, okay? DeVontae Smith is like a question mark, bro. I
1: don't know. I think about, he'd be a great he's a great flex yeah. option, but he can't be a wide receiver so, too. I mean, what? like look at his number. 0 15 31 4. Like, and that's I mean, what I'm saying. I think he,
0: he's going to be a flex option because For he sure. he has Judy on the bench. So if Judy comes can be better. And he has been. I mean, he got 15 last week, which isn't bad. You know, I I say why not? I think that I th- I'm not saying he's going to win the championship, but I think the team can do better than it is. I think Judy Cup, a, a better Montgomery, and a healthy Dobbins
1: with Brady. I, I don't know. I, I, if you're looking at his team, I mean, the, the big thing comes down to the Caddy. because the Caddy's on the IR, so if he can somehow tread water and scoop like, like obviously best best case scenario, um, like I think for Z's team is two and two. So you have the caddy coming back. So you have Brady, you have the caddy. Uh, You have Dobbins. So so that's, I mean, quarterback and then two running backs deep there. And then I think if he were to trade Cup for for, um, either another receiver um, or a back, um, I mean, I I think that's really all he would need because then – um, you have you have the quarterback and the two backs. You have a receiver and, and another back you can trade for to put in your flex. And then for the second receiver, I mean, then you go Devonta Smith or Judy or Renfro, and then that's a serviceable team. You know, I just don't think, like, I think the flex position is going to be really tough for him because, like, Akers and um, Henderson have been terrible. Um, I mean, um, with Montgomery hurt um, and, and clear Herbert, and, I mean, like, that's okay. Um, but, but then, um, I, I'm just not sure. I I, th- I think he needs – to make it to make a move, I like I don't think this team that he has right now is good enough to, to to do anything. But I mean, anyone could win any weeks. But I mean, I just think on paper, I think Z still is the worst team. Oh, absolutely, I so, absolutely agree. Dude, and and Cup like Cup, Cup has unbelievable value. Yeah, you had I, for Z's
0: favor. I mean, everybody sees Cup as the best fantasy player, so there is no better ch- like time. Everybody agrees. So sell him now because we don't know what the future holds. Yes, we exactly. really don't. I mean, we all agree that we think it's going to be pretty similar. Yeah, we think he's still going to get over eight touches a game. But – we don't. You still don't know. He can get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like the value can never be better to sell. So sell when you're like you know the value is great. Don't sell when things could change. Like the next yeah. game that he waits. Every game he waits, it's another game for Cooper Cup to do terrible and value to go down.
1: And in the next four weeks, the caddy's out. So right. so, so I mean, who's he gonna start other, beside Herbert? I mean, Cam Acres. The value of a
0: cup is not going up anymore. It already is the best. So sell it while it can't go down. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm trade
1: trying. cup for a receiver and running back, bro. I'm like I like I. I I think I would chat with you about it. Yeah. I think I would, Z. Oh. I don't even know if you listen to the pod. If, if, if you don't, fuck you. But if so, you know, make me a deal. I, I have four running backs deep, um, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about the trade later, and I'll explain which running yeah. backs they are. Um, but, um, too bad you don't have any good receivers to <laughs> I'm not doing it right now. I'm not doing it right now. All right, Um, what do you want to do next? Let's do Mooney's jock strap, and at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Uh, at least I'm trying, Matt Higgins. Yeah, fuck um, Proc, bro. Love
0: that he's losing. It's like his first time having a losing record.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> it's weird because like I like both hate Proc's team, but also see how it could be better. Um, I mean Josh Allen the QB holding it down like like 23, like like he's like, I think he's gonna yeah. be the MVP this year. Um, Najee was seven. I mean I think like with with Jalen Pickett coming in and the line being fucking bad, like 10, 13, 13, and seven for Najee. I mean. I bet you he pops off in a couple games. Like I don't think this is gonna like be like it's the whole season. But also I don't think like the popping off is gonna be consistent. So, um, and then Aaron Jones, still kind of worried about um AJ Dillon there. I mean even Aaron Jones like 10, 33, down to five up to fifteen. I mean it's kind of up and down. I mean the the volume has been there the last three weeks and he's been catching the ball a little bit too, um. But I'm, I'm way just, more worried about Najee than I am Aaron Jones. Yeah. Honestly. I so agree. I agree. For, for different reasons, but definitely, I'm um, definitely like a different level of worry. <laughs> I did not know Melvin Gordon had negative minus 1.2. Yeah.
0: <laughs> negative 1.2. Horrific. Bro, you should change his fucking name to fucking Melvin Gordon's jock strap. <laughs> <Melvin's> <laughs> from jock ne- negative 1.2 from a starting running back. That, it's just not good. Dude, that's crazy bad. That's so bad. I've never like that. I would say if I was starting Melvin, I'd say, "Oh, Javante's gone. Oh, that's that's 15 easy." Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and that's why I can't fault him for that at all. I mean, I, I would have thought that that was like a done deal, good start. I mean, unfortunately though, if you look at his bench, if he started Rashad Penny, he had 29, 151, and two touchdowns. He wins. I mean, it's close, and he wins by like a point, maybe less than that. But he wins. Um, so I, I think moving and forward. And in low,
0: in low key, I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting like Mooney, and I'm starting Godwin over Waddle because. Tua was out. Uh, that's or that's was he fair. got hurt in the beginning of the game? So he. he oh was, yeah, he got he hurt. hurt in the game. I take that back. I take that back.
1: Yeah. Well, but but and with Waddle even still, I mean, like even after last week, he's the he's the number five um, receiver. Which I mean, just sitting there looking at that, like it's just tough not to start a guy like that. And I mean, like I mean. If I'm probably I'm starting him next week, for sure, for sure. And then <laughs> after that, we'll see. Because, I mean, like, I mean, he's got Godwin. I know the Bucs' offense hasn't been spectacular. He's got Mooney. Like, he has Jahan Dotson, the, the rookie out of Washington. That's That's been okay in a couple games here. Um, So, I mean, he has options. It's just not like. Superstars. No, it doesn't feel like quality options. And then the superstars aren't playing well. Um, So, I mean, like, like Josh Allen, it's great that he's playing well, for sure. I mean, it's nice to have a quarterback who can start every week. But like the other things are just a problem. Yeah, are a problem. Um, Both teams now sit at one and three. Yeah, Matt found his first one. Yeah, I
0: mean, it, you want to talk about Matt's team here? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that um, Javante going down hurts him. I mean, that's massive. I think that that's massive for him. Josh Jacobs getting thirty five. I don't think that happens again. Um, but great to have because Javante just went down. Um, so you're very hopeful for that. Tyree Kill is probably the wide receiver. Three. Let I me mean, look at that. Right he's now, literally yeah, three, man. and I don't think he's going to move much from there. I think he's getting the targets like like the guys that we're talking about that are similar to him, like Justin Jefferson, like Cooper Cup. He's like getting those targets. He got 10 last game. Let me look at the rest of them. Yeah, 10. He had a down week with four because they played Buffalo. 13, 12. So 14, 4, 13, 12 targets. I, yeah, those big, no, big time numbers. So I think um I that trade value is huge for him. Debo finally looking like Debo. I think that's also big for him with Javante going down. Darren Waller, bro, maybe not – maybe not will be the guy that we th- – maybe he's the guy that we thought he was when Bodie kept him. Yeah. <laughs> finally finally is what he's what – what his actual value is that I've thought the whole time. So yeah, he hasn't been doing very hot, but – I mean, do.
1: modest targets. I mean, six and eight to star and then two fives. I mean, like that's not – Terrible, but like for for like what you want, of Darren Waller. who, I mean, in theory, you would think he's like a top five tight end. Oh, absolutely. He's not going to do it. He's sitting at twelve right now. I thought that um, all the big talk this year was Andrews, Kelsey, Waller. Yeah, and then maybe outside that, the Hocken and, and Pitt. Um, and, and, and then and Kittle, Pits.
0: if you wanted to throw him. In exactly.
1: The, like it was like the the first like two guys, and then it was kind of like like after that some some ins But I think the big thing the thing with Matt's team, and I think I roast him like after the draft about it, is that he only drafted like three running backs. So. Like, now you have Javante done for the year, and the only other fucking running back on his roster is Monster Cheese. Raheem! Yeah, he's coming. So he, he's not why? doing terrible, terrible this uh, year. I mean, Raheem? I, I mean, 4, 10, 1, and 10, that's his only other, that, that is his only other running back that's that can. That's on his team at all. I mean, yeah. and, and then and then Josh Jacobs at 35 last week. Um, I mean, he's done an increase in points every week, 8, 9, 14, 35. But, like, the running backs are bad. And then, honestly, like... TV. It makes me tight because I, I texted him out of trade, um, which so, honestly was not a great trade. Honestly, not a good trade. It was something for, like, literally both Tyreek and Debo. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't. Like, you wouldn't have taken that. But then, I, I get if you're to, like, deny the trade. He said, oh, Jonathan Taylor's value is down. That's valid. I get that. Like, don't sit there and tell me that, like, both Tyreek and Debo separately, individually, are higher value than Jonathan Taylor. Tyreek, whatever, sure. No. Like, no. I still disagree. I
0: still think... If I have Tyreek and somebody says, yo, I'll give you Jonathan
1: Taylor for Tyreek, straight up, if he's not injured, I'm taking that. Well, like, and, like, even if you're not, like, don't, I don't, I can't fathom how you can say that Debo Samuel is more valuable than Jonathan Taylor. That doesn't make any sense. That That's nonsensical. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't yeah agree, that's Matt. absurd. I don't, so. Yeah, and Matt, you now have only two running backs on your roster, so you can slap it, pal. You know what? At least, at least you're trying. Well, you know what? Stop trying. because It's not worth it, pal. It's not worth it. <laughs> and, and, and then you're talking in the chat. Oh, no one's offering me enough for time. Yeah, uh, win more than a game. How about that? <laughs> Try it. Try it. Try that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what you're trying, but try winning. <laughs> yeah, so slap it. Just wanted to get that off my chest because that was fucking absurd. Found a better yeah, trade. One anyways, winning Matt. record for through four years, bud. Come on. Uh, I, I hope I slap Matt when I play him. I, I hope I beat Matt by 50. I hope I do because that just pissed me off. That pissed me off. I hope your running backs are the reason why you win, too. Yeah. I, I, I hope Jonathan fucking Taylor. I hope to God he has 35. I hope, to, I hope to God he has 35. Dude, oh, my God. And then I am blowing up the chat. I'm sending in the screenshot of the text. I'm keeping, I'm keeping the receipts. I'm keeping them. I'm keeping the receipts, Matt. I, I want you to know, and I hope to, I I hope to God for your sake that that you beat me. I really do, because if not, that like yeah, how I hope would you safe. beat me. And Ten Taylor's is bad because nobody's safe. <laughs> um yeah, so Matt can slap it. Um, um <laughs> like I think like with the bag thing, Matt's team is crippled. I, I I I don't see him win like like winning it, like more. Is that than guy this. running in baseball pants? Uh yeah, he is. That's kind of weird. Shout out, brother. <laughs> Ryan never stops. Uh, but with Matt's team, like, outside of Tyreek and Debo, everyone's fucking bad. Like, bad. Like, Aaron Rodgers has been average this year. Absolutely average. Javante Williams doesn't have a fucking knee anymore. Done. Um, Josh Jacobs. Boomer bust. He's a boomer bust. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a boomer bust. Waller we just talked about. Gabe Davis, who I know you love. Boomer bust. Just a boomer yeah, bust guy. Yeah. And, like, even the depth. Elijah Moore, trash. this Scantling, trash. Cheese is a starter now. Trash. Um, he has a second tight end on his bench, which I always think is just like stupid. Unless you have one of the top five. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have like two tight ends that you think you could start. Like that's different. Well, like, like, you now have Kelsey and Andrews for We'll talk country. about it. Yeah. Um, but like Gasecki and Darren Waller, like just like y- you have two running backs that, that are playable on your roster. And like, I mean, I, I'm I honestly like I got to look at his team now. I'm sure he he made an add or drop. But like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, just just be better. He's still trying, though.
0: He's just figuring it out.
1: Yeah, well, you can join Z in, in the worst teams. How we'll about that? How about you try that? Man, what are their size. punishments?
0: Because that's the, 12, the six, twelve, twenty-four, and 24 18 one.
1: I, I think matt got Salvation Army again. Oh, those are two really good ones. Those are really good ones. And who else has the third worst team that we're, like, looking at here? I think Jake is one of the worst teams. And personally. what's his punishment? Um. Here's the cage. I think. Oh my God! Please let it be one this of these. This is me. good. All three of those guys are gonna have fantastic <laughs> punishments. Fantastic punishments. The best. The best. The best. All right. Let's go. Let's... Hope. All right. We have. I think just one more matchup. I think it's just Teddy and Nick. Yeah. Um him. Finally, gets his first loss. First and, loss with a valiant effort of 123. Yeah.
0: Honestly, that's still really good from him. So I mean, a guy that much is like mine. Didn't get many points against him. But is slowly getting more and more points each week. Um. So definitely some promise
1: for sure. Yeah, I think with next team like checking it out a little bit. Um, Hertz had 15 or 16, if you want to round up. Um, so like still the third best quarterback. I mean, um, in, in a game where he didn't even have a passing touchdown, he's still gonna have you know 16 points. That's fine. Um, Clyde edwards uh, with 22, he's the fourth ranked running back right now. I mean, he's been good. He's 22, 15, 15, 22. I no, mean, I don't know what to say. I
0: I I can't say that. He's going to be a guy that's going to get you 35. But as of right now, I, I think he's a safe start as one of your running backs. I don't think he's going to be a consistent running back one the whole year. Yeah. I think he's always should be a start for Nick.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's a running back one right now for, for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. For the foreseeable future, he's a running back one. I mean, like he, he's shown that he's been doing it every single week. Like, I, I, I agree. I don't think he does that all the way down the stretch. But I mean, at least for the next two weeks, because the way I see it, like even if he has a down week next week, he's still my running back one. Another down week after that is when it gets a little scary. Um, but then, I mean, oh my god, bro! What? What's... He would have won if he started Everett over Kittle. Oh my god! He talks. Oh, like he
0: talks about Mount Everett. Didn't he talk about on the pod how Mount Everett? He was loving Mount Everett.
1: Yeah, Dude, that's yeah, poor. That is tough, man. Yeah. Go with your roots, bud. I'm gonna trade for Mount Everett. Roots. You gotta <laughs> stick with your roots, but know what you know. Okay. Yeah, um, and then wouldn't they get? I mean, it's, again, like like we talk about with almost all these teams, the story of running backs. I mean, Clyde over Slayer is good, but then you drop down to Pollard, uh, one point eight. I mean, um, honestly, I really thought Pollard was gonna start eating more into the touches this year. I mean, um, he had um, like like in terms of points wise, okay. I mean, four twenty eleven one point eight. Um, I mean. In the game where he got um, like a bunch of volume against the Giants in Week Three, thirteen touches, one hundred hundred five yards, but then he b- he jumps down to eight touches for six yards. You know, I, I'm yeah. like, I don't know if that's a product of the offense or because um, I don't like him and Zeke. It wasn't no one a, really looks. They were just playing better.
0: Washington. It wasn't a good game, and they were winning the whole time so they were just running it and Zeke's just the number one so he just was just getting more volume there
1: yeah it's just scary for him and then looking down I mean Chase Edmonds like had 10 on his bench only because he had the touchdown um I think the guy to watch is um is Rashad White um from the Bucks. um I mean I think he's on the rise uh, I mean I, I know Lenny played well this week um but I think um in in the passing game is where White could really um could make his money here I mean this past week he had um, five targets, five catches, fifty yards. I mean, he had a touchdown. I think he had a fumble too, but but I mean in terms of just like what you want from a rookie and an upside guy, especially on a team like Nick's, like you don't even just want that. You honestly need it. Yeah. Like, he's gonna need that because like power down the stretch looks inconsistent. And then I mean in his flex box, he's, he's got Curtis Samuel. I mean like I like George Pickens, but I mean like there's a lot of uncertainty on his team. Oh both of them are uncertainty. Yeah. Um so I mean I think a big thing with Nick's team, which I think well like I am I'm, I'm going to a kind of similar thing. Um, is kind of waiting on some of these rookies. I mean, he's got Pickens, he's got Traylon Burks from the fr- from the uh, Titans, who I chatted about a little bit. Yeah, who's not been great, but, but I mean, he and Rashawn um, White. Oh, Traylon Burks is on injured reserve now, which is brutal. Um, so, so I mean, yeah, he, he has to play this this waiting game. You know, I mean, with with White and Burks and Pickens, and I mean, I think the one twenty three is good this week, but I think that um, if Evans doesn't go off for thirty like he did this week, um, and then if if Clyde has a down week. And it's going to be tough for him to win win some of these games. So, I don't really see it happening for, for Nick too much in the future. But then a team I do think that is going to play well on the stretch is Teddy's. But so, so, so talking about Teddy's team. Well,
0: I think if Teddy doesn't win this game, if fucking the Hawks didn't drop forty point nine.
1: Yeah, his team didn't have a good week, but the Hawks saved him. Yeah,
0: but I mean, this is. This is the story of Teddy's team. I think that this team is always going to get over 125. And this is why I think I've. Did I always say that Bodie's team was better or did I
1: say that Teddy's team was better? You might have said Teddy's. I think I might have said Bodie's. Well, but I mean, of I'm,
0: I'm, I'm switching back or I'm remaining with Teddy's is now the best team because I don't know. I, he has swift on injury, injury and he's out. His, start, his starting running back's not even there and he's still dropping 134. And Deontay John, Johnson's dropping 4.2. I mean, he has depth places. Like he has Bateman. He's got Carter. I mean, I, I like that depth. He still has Swift on his bench, and like he still has AJ Dillon and Saquon. Those are three
1: good running backs, you know. Yeah, but he's gonna have to survive one more week without um without Swift. Absolutely. He's out again. Um, but I think um another kind of rookie thing. Um, Brian Robinson his IR is is about to be activated from um uh from the injury list. So I mean. Just another back in the mix where like if, if if that back can pop off, then I mean maybe Teddy can make a move for a better second receiver. Um because I mean I like Deontay Johnson. Um but I think as a wide receiver too, he's 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 not it right now. I mean, twelve, thirteen, sixteen, four. I mean like he's he's hovering there. Yeah. But I think with Jalen Pickett coming in too that throws a big wild card in him because like the throwing from Jalen Pickett did not look good. So mm-hmm. I think that he suffers because of that. So I, if Teddy can get one of these backs to kind of to kind of surface and he can kind of deal one out for a second receiver. I think Teddy's team is great, and then he's just held down by the Hawk and then Herbert, um, who are just I think studs of their positions, you know, and, like top five guys. And Diggs is always going to get his too.
0: I mean, he's the wide receiver one or two right now. So yeah, well, yeah, he's the, yeah
1: he's the two to, to, to Coop's one, right? Yeah.
0: He was yeah. the one for the first two weeks. Yeah, oh, yeah, because he had that fucking what 45, forty
1: forty five, right? right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I'm still
0: four zero, guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
1: horrific all right um Snap it. it's, it's funny like like no lie like coming out of, of like this week and after the trade i still think you like you're a top five team but i think you're like five i do and i, I it's gonna sound stupid you're gonna say four no and, oh, and you're valid i can't take that away from you i think i think i've i think i've bumped up to four now I all right what what the perfect time to talk about the trade we us yeah. talk about the trade so, yeah so so, so yes. I, 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 I like taking us through it um, first, we had chatted a couple nights ago about Jamar and Brees for Joe Mixon. Yes. Which I thought about. I was not um, not feeling super great about because, I mean, my receivers right now, Jamar, DK, and Olave, if I give up Jamar and don't get a receiver back or only get Bobby Trees back in terms of receivers, yep. I got to start Olave every week, and then DK is my one. Wasn't comfortable with that. So fast forward to last night. Um, where we were texting a little bit about that trade. I was thinking about doing it. But then when you came home from work, Kelsey's name gets thrown in now. Yeah, That's now we're talking Kelsey, and it's funny. Ironically, I was talking with Teddy right before you came in. Like, if I had lost this week again, I was like, I'm going to trade Kelsey no matter what. I said that probably five minutes before you walked in the door. So this was perfect timing. And then like there were some wild things thrown around about fucking like Hollywood Brown and fucking yeah, three person trades. Yeah, 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 yeah. But eventually it boiled down to um, Kelsey and Brees Hall for Austin Eckler. And Bobby Trees, Bobby Trees. Um, I like honestly, like this is exactly what I wanted out of this trade because I wanted to hold on to my receivers. I didn't really want Mixon, and then you didn't want Jamar. Um, if you weren't going to give Mixon, and I would have wanted Eckler more anyways. You know, so I I, to, I think that like we both win. Like, what's your well, what's your take on your team coming out of the trade?
0: Uh, I have three things about it. Every single week, I was stressed about Eckler, right. Even watching last week, I was like, fuck, I'm going to lose. Like, all I need, like, The only thing that's going to keep me alive is if like one of my like, guys pop off and Eckler did it, finally. But that was his fourth week to do so. Um, I mean, at that consistency, I don't want that. I don't want my best player, my number one draft pick, to be dropping you know, 11, 15, 9, 35. That's not what I want. I would prefer to have it 20, 20, 20, 20, because I need that consistency throughout. That's just what I would prefer as my – that's just me um and how I would prefer it so I saw that with Kelsey but I do still think that you know Austin Eckler had a little bit more value than to just Kelsey so I thought I need a little Brees Hall action so I think that gave me the depth at the flex spot now that because I was struggling to always fill my flex spot because my wide receivers weren't the best but that's what I have more of I have like five wide receivers I only have like three running backs um so I was just been stuffing a wide receiver it hasn't been the greatest thing so now I think this is made me on a week to week basis less stressful less stressed out cuz setting my lineup i think it, my team is way more safe i think the floor has riz, raised 10 points but i think my ceiling has might have dropped a little bit that's 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 it um so th- i i feel way that's why i like the trade i'm more relaxed about my team i feel like how i was when i was last year every single week i was like i'm fine like i, I know i'm going to drop over 100 points i know my team now i look at my team and i'm like i know my team's going to drop over 100 that's fair. That, I,
1: that's That's why I'm happy with it. The only the only thing, I, like, I think that, like, your team success is kind of contingent now. on um, on um the, the receiver thing that we already talked about, that we talked about, like, ad nauseum, like, on and off the pod the last couple of weeks. But then I think that the drop-down, even though at the flex you're going to be way more consistent every week, the drop-down from Eckler to Brees, like, is big right now. So I think you're betting on... Brees, you know, upside, like Absolutely. upside which, yeah. which I get yeah, I me. Mean, I drafted the dude with my second pick. So, like, I, I, I'm not against that at all. And then I think another one is, is um, Elijah Mitchell coming off the IR in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. I mean, if, if one of those two things can happen, best case scenario, both, then you're fine. <clears throat> then you're fine. And then I think that, I mean, like, you're, I mean, as I said last night, I don't think you end the season with Kelsey and Andrews. I mean, maybe you do, but I, I feel like you're going to end up
0: dealing. I mean, the only way I don't is because I'm going to have them for this week. I will. I'm not going to trade them away this week. There, there. The only way I don't is if this week they both drop over like over 18 points. Yep, and sure. they win me the week, right? And then I'm like, fuck. I don't really know. Somebody's going to have to offer me something big. And if nobody does, I keep them the next week. And if they do that, same exact thing, back to back weeks, it's done. I'm not trading it. Especially people
1: want on, one of those guys.
0: Well, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, if no one, like, if they both pop off, increasing their value, no one offers me a trade. And then some, and they both pop up again, putting me at six and zero, and like are the reason why I can't change my team when it's not break. Like it's not broken. At no, I, I feel that for
1: sure. I feel um, that for sure.
0: But on the flip side, like if they both get under 10 points and they like both lose me, I, I mean, I might unload both. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, um, for,
1: for, for running backs and receivers.
0: So I, I don't know. So we'll definitely going to be a lot
1: we're we'll going to see. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I'm looking at my team after that. So, I mean, um, I lose Kelsey. Um, I'm now starting Taysom Hill this week. So, uh, let's go. I'm very excited <laughs> for that. He's the only player in in that in fantasy that, that could throw, catch, and run the ball yeah, at any true. time. So, I mean, don't really give a fuck about him. Um, but, I mean.
0: I, I really hope. I really hope that. Is it Jameis over there? Wait, who is he still at Norris? Andy
1: Dalton. Well, he uh Jameis is hurt, so it's Andy Dalton. So I hope Andy Dalton gets hurt. Me too. And then he's the starting then quarterback. Then I have two starting quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, but then just looking at my running backs, like especially with Taylor down, even for these like next couple weeks or maybe next week when Taylor's down, I still start Pierce, Eckler, and James Robinson. Yeah. And I'm starting the same receivers. So I mean, to me, like from my starting lineup, I lost Kelsey. But other than that, nothing changes about my starting lineup. I just add in Eckler. So you know, I think my, my running back stable of Pierce, Eckler, Taylor, Robinson. Um, oh, best do, it's, me- best running back combination in the league. Yeah, it's and un- then it's Mike's, is, Mike's is probably number two. And honestly, I'm like I'm 100 confident in saying this. What pushed me over the edge to do this trade? Not just because I like Eckler more, but my three best players on my team last year when I won the chip, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Jamar Chase, yes. are just back home. Mm-hmm. They're back home. I'm so fucking excited. Um, I mean, like, Eckler, um, Eckler, like, if there was no keepers, Taylor probably goes one. Eckler's a top five. And Jamar's the, the background of the first, um, maybe early second. Yes. So, so, like. Um, and the only reason why I
0: countered that and I said, okay, I'm giving him that. The only reason why I'm saying that is now I have potentially an argument. You can make an argument for four second-round picks. I have Mixon, who's late first, early second. Andrews, Kelsey. Andrews, Kelsey. And then Murph took Brees second. In the second. So, yeah. like, so. Like, I can't be I mad at what I'm left with because I didn't have anywhere near that value at
1: the beginning of, with my team. Valid, valid. And and then I think now with, with the two tight end spots because there's, like, you have the monopoly on good tight ends now. So, so I mean, yeah. like if someone wants to go get, get a good tight end, I mean, like, they're only, they're talking only, to only me. going to you. Yeah, that was
0: another reason you. why I wanted – so I feel like if people are struggling, like, there's definitely going to be people that are like, dude, my team's not going to win a chip if my tight end's not good.
1: Yeah, and they're going to two and, options, and, 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 and you can them. trade one and still have a top two tight end. Yeah. So you got a luxury, you got a luxury. I, I think both teams moving forward. I, I think we we definitely like, we're, we're, we're like, like I have I'm, I have the depth and a little bit higher of the floor, and I feel safer. And then now you have way more of a flexibility of like changing up your team, or if you like, you can just keep it. Yeah. So yes,
0: and I was scared about, and I still have that top back. I have. You, everyone has to remember that like Mixon finished running back eight last year right he d- didn't have a bad year, and like he still could potentially finish a running back eight this year, so like having that value so on my team, I still have one of the top running backs guy like that I don't think it dropped my it drops off a little bit because that is way better than mixon, but like yeah i in terms of like the way I position my team, I still think I have a solid running back one and I still think I have a solid running back two, yeah, and I think it didn't change before I still had a solid running back one and it's still a solid running back two definitely so. I think, you know, I think it just dropped from an A-, plus, um, a minus to, you know, an A- minus to, like, a B plus. That's So, I'm still happy with it, you know. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think week-to-week, like you talked about with your flex, just being able to have, like, a consistent, like, stud in your flex every week. Yeah. Well, like, it, like, it's unorthodox, like, because it's a tight end. But, I mean, we've seen Buse, like, like win the title with two tight ends yeah. before. I mean, like, it's, it's it's not like this is, like, something crazy and radical. Like, we've seen this have success before. Yes. And, and I think, like, what, Buse had Kittle and Olsen, I think, when he won. And, I mean, like, I'd have to look at their numbers, but, like, off the top of my head, I'm going to say I'd rather have Kelsey and Andrews probably 100 out of 100 times. So. Well, I
0: mean, as of right now, at one at one of them in my flex, I think I have one of the best flex spots. Yeah.
1: yeah so, I, I mean, agree. top
0: three uh, for sure, based off of, like, what people have to put foot, foot there with their depth. Um, any waivers we want to talk about? Well,
1: yeah, let's do Fab real quick because I honestly dropped the – um, like, really fumbled the bag on Fab this week. So, I mean – the quarterback spot has been a big thing for me Like, can um, I say
0: one thing just to run it by yeah sorry sure. I'm just gonna go over everybody's budget real quick how much they have left I can I say that real yeah, quick? yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Proc has 66 Matt has 64 Brandon has 81 Z has 66 Bodie has 85 Jake still has 96 I have 91 Teddy has 88 Merv has 89 Nick has 85 Buse has 78 and the only person with the whole
1: budget left Michael Higgins a hundred. A hundred. And I don't even mind his team. Like, like, if they were to go on the waivers and, and pick up, like, another serviceable guy, I don't know. I, I really like Mike's team. And I, I think Mike's team could win the championship. Like, that might sound wild. I think Mike's team could win the championship. Yeah. I do. I, I, I think the backs I mean, are really good.
0: It has the same ability that Buse's team had when he was 6-7 and seven and won the chip. Yeah, And if you have the ability to beat a big team and then score 110 and still somehow win, yeah. like – a big boom game and then hovering like consistency and a big boom game is what you need. And I think Mike's team's capable of that. That's why I, I'm, I agree. I, I don't think it's a bad team. Like I, I was saying, I,
1: I worry about playing Mike's team now. And and having the hundred fab. I mean, like I mean, if you really 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 want a guy, like you could have with anybody in the league. Yes. You know, what I mean, now that he would, he would put a hundred on a guy, but I mean, in like towards the end of the year, when, when like there's really only like a couple guys left i like on the waivers, and it gets like into really key weeks. Like he's, he's like, if he keeps the yeah. way he's going, he's gonna have the benefit of just outbidding everyone, and like not, not even giving everyone a chance. You yes. know? So, I I like the way Mike's team's looking. But and um, yeah, I agree. And I mean, I
0: don't think the guy that he's gonna pick up is gonna be like like a guy as in like that's gonna drop him thirty points a game for five weeks straight. I just think that having that ability to Take away. Fuck A guy, someone over. Fuck someone over. Or really, if he needs it, he has it. Like, I like that. That's why I still have 91. Like, I'm probably not going to drop another dime until somebody comes out big. That's probably how I'm going to say because I like the depth of my team. I don't have insane depth, but I can get through bias, I think, okay. Especially with being four now. Why waste the budget?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, so then, let's quickly look at, um, at this week's fab. Um, so... I'm going to go with, with the quarterback thing last, actually. Um, so, I mean, just some notable ones, um, just some smaller stuff. Brandon picked up Devin Duvernay um, from the Ravens, who just seems to get in the end zone, like, almost every week. I mean, like I mean, it might just be, what, like, a Mandela effect thing, and he's not, but I feel like $4 I means dropping Claypool, which, I mean, if you told me that at the beginning of the year, I'd say you're fucking crazy. But Claypool hasn't been great, and now with Pickett, I mean, I like that. Absolutely. Um, I think moving up, um, another pickup by Brandon. Actually, I mean he picked up Latavius Murray, um, who's now on the Broncos. Um, and he dropped, and he dropped it back up in Pittsburgh. Um, I think with Javante Williams down, and then um, with uh, with Melvin Gordon. I mean, I know he had a neck injury. Like he's, I think he has like two or three fumbles this year, which like there was some crazy stat. I think like matches his like career total or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think Latavius Murray, like who's shown he could do it in the past, could be a nice little pickup. I like that a lot. Honestly, I think ten dollars is a steal. Yeah, definitely. And then I mean, um, like at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Um, yeah, didn't even drop um one of the tight ends. So the other running back so the third running back on his team is now Mike Boone from Denver. So I mean <laughs> I guess it's the same argument that, that goes for Latavius Murray, but I feel like <laughs> Mike Boone. Mike Boone, Like I don't I don't know if Mike Boone tips the needle for your team at all. Unfortunately, Matt. So so good luck. Um, and then uh, Proc. So Proc precursoring this. So, so I have quarterback problems. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins have been my starting quarterbacks. Have not been great. I've been looking for the waiver wire. This year or this week, Jared Goff is the number five quarterback on the waiver wire. I was like, oh no, I want him. I definitely want him. I think I bet like single digits on him like a fucking idiot. Like l- like looking back on it, I like the highest I would have gone is 15. That being said, proc who has Josh Allen on his team spent $26 on Jared Goff. $26 out a backup quarterback. And his and his mindset was, oh, like I'm gonna try to trade him. I don't really know, like, dude, who the fuck wants Jared Goff that yeah. much? I mean, like, take I take your money. phone
0: out, hop on the beach, record us record you running, and take a lap, bud.
1: Yeah, running shoes. Uh, $26. Dude, a quarter dude, of your budget. That's a, a that's
0: a, isn't it the highest spent?
1: Yeah, I think it is.
0: I wish I had views. Can you pull up the numbers of all the highest b-
1: bids so far? Commission, and, yes, and can you do that for us? Yeah, $26 on a quarterback when you have Josh Allen is fucking absurd. It's fucking absurd. And then even and like I've been like texting about golf. And and he's like, oh, like what guys from your bench would you want to give up? And I didn't. I don't think I texted him back because I looked at my bench and I was like, wait, like I don't unless, know if I want to give any of these. Unless guys. you're getting Josh Allen, I think that's the only way I'm giving them up. Yeah, I mean, like that's the one thing. If the vibe is to like, oh, I'll trade Josh Allen, then just plug in golf. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. I definitely get it. But like. Twenty six dollars, like that's the only way lie. it makes sense. That's
0: the only way it makes sense to me because I think he can get decent value for for Josh Allen. Because yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely, he could.
0: Um, that to me seems like the only move that he should be making because no one's going to want to trade for Jared Goff. No one's going to be like, yeah, I'll give you a potential star off my bench for a guy that I might be dropping off my team because he can't produce anymore. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't really make. Any for that sense. same reason, I think he could have got that guy for twenty year.
1: 18. Would you say you bet for him? Um, I bet single digits. But I, I think... Say, uh, I'll tell you. you bet yeah. single digits? Yeah, uh, I fucked up. I fucked up. But, but then someone else does no, bet 13 or 14, I oh. think. So, well, like, 13 or
0: 14 is the exact value of what I would think I would need to do if he was the last good quarterback left.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah. So, I mean, like, I get. I guess I get the, the bidding on him, but, like, the amount of like, a quarter of, of, your, of your budget. I mean, like, he made the argument. Because I was texting him about it. Like, oh, like, at this point in the year, we should have, like... Like if you like spend like the same amount each week, like it is about a quarter. But like, but like that doesn't mean you spend that all on a backup quarterback. I just I don't I don't really get it. I don't really get it. I think like with proxy the way it is, like you should have tried to try to spend like more on on maybe Latavius Murray or maybe a Mike Boone or, or like just a position player. Because like the the skill position guys are a little scary for him right now. So I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I'm are you still liking Fab? Um the 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 commish texts me and asks. Asked if um, like how I was feeling about fab this week and the waivers and and like I'm busy still trying to push for the one less bench spot. So like what's your take on on the fab and the waivers just like in reference to like one less bench spot?
0: Oh I think that fab is way better with a one less bench spot because there's there's a constant battle for those players that are gonna be out there. I think right now with the with the extra bench spot, we're running into a problem every week where there's a guy that's not much value there. And True. and there's like maybe one good one and the rest are, like, literal trash, and, like, no one's dropping any money or just picking up a guy that's random that they need to fill their team, like a kicker or defense, you know? And I think that's what abuses is. He's like, dude, this is such a boring waiver week every single week, and I think one less or two less bench spots really makes it exciting because you do have to make big decisions. Like, I'm just keeping three backup running backs on my bench just for somebody getting hurt because I can, Yeah, you know? But if Madison and Chuba or the other guy, or Foreman, the other guy that's, you know, the backup, and, like, if I can't keep them on my bench, they're going to just be out there and waiting. And then once those guys down, it's going to be the war. But that's why he's pushing for it. Is so what I'm doing can't happen, and for what you're doing, like those rookies that you probably wouldn't start ever, but you're waiting for them to pop off, would just be out there. Fair. That, that's what he's pushing for, which I agree with in terms makes it makes what true Fab is all about, like the fight and like the war. But yeah. if that's the case, right, and everyone's going to be out there, I would choose to change Fab if we can to where pe- it's like the bidding system, where like. I would prefer that because I don't like having to randomly send that in. Because, like, like, dude, I could spend $3 or,
1: or like, 50 and Like, I, I don't know. Like, somebody gets spend literally 50 So Sorry, this man is just wild purple pants on. And, <laughs> like, a, not even a bike, but, like, a sit-down, lay-back blah. bike. Like a sit-down, lay-back bike with purple pants on. All right, you do you. Um, but, no, I get what you're saying. I mean, I want to do a quick little exercise just before we end the pod. Because this is my argument to view. So like because I I wanted to go through all the teams and I went through them a little bit, but like if you take off like the worst player that you think people would not have on their team, I don't think it like makes the waivers that better. So so let's let's start from the top. So so from your team, who like who would who would you drop right now if you had to drop one player? Noah Brown. Nor P Ryan. Okay. So, so so I mean I think Noah Brown is a little bit of value. P Ryan does not until Mixon. bump to Teddy's team. He probably drops Injoku, his backup tight end. No one really gives a fuck about that. Um, going to Bodie's team. Um, Bodie probably drops his second defense or his second kicker who was out, which is honestly insane. I didn't even know he had that. Um, if you go down to Nick's team. I mean, he just has Wondell Robinson from the Giants who only played one week so far. Yeah, so, so, so he probably gets dropped. I mean, it would get interesting. And he has a guy in the injured reserve that's not even in his injured reserve. Yeah, which he, he has to move that for sure. But um, that gives him two bench spots that he could free open. So he has two. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so it's so, got to be two. In,
0: so your argument, if you're dropping bench spots, it can't just be one; it has to be
1: two. I mean, if we were gonna drop bench spots, like I would say, let's drop two. But like, I don't, I don't know. I, I like, I just don't really like what, like, like, you know what I'm saying. As we go through, though, it just, yeah. like, I just don't like. It definitely makes it a little more interesting, but like, I don't really see. But bye weeks how haven't, bye more. weeks haven't come yet. People haven't, you know, like that's fair too. That's fair too. But I mean, like, even when, even when bye weeks come, I mean, like, yeah, and Joko at the tight end spot, and then like. Um, like some of the other random guys I was saying, I just don't know, like, how much that's really going to do. You know what I mean? I, I think each week there's going to be a couple guys that, like, everyone wants to pick up. Like, I feel like – I don't know, like, if this is just, like, like a high, like, like a revisionist history kind of thing where people are, are feeling like, well, let me like ask there was this. a lot of guys on waivers okay. to pick up.
0: So let me ask this one question, all right? I have one question. Let's go to my, let's go, to my, let's go to Teddy's team real quick. Let me see if – let's see if this situation works, okay? okay? If he gets rid of Njoku, right? Mm-hmm waivers come around, Hawks on a bye, Hawks on his bench, right? Right. So now that Njoku spot's gone. Who does he drop for the new tight end he takes? Carter, Palmer, Robinson, Rondell Moore. Do you feel probably
1: Palmer? I mean, is
0: that even a worry? Do you think that, do you think he's even stressed about dropping him?
1: Mm, I don't really th- – I mean, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, uh, him or R- – I mean, Rondell Moore was, was hurt for the first three weeks and, and then had three this week. So, I mean, it it's probably Rondell Moore, and but, I feel fine about
0: that. Yeah, so that so then that literally proves your point because that was a real situation with Byes being put in, like, a guy that he's dropping his time. Yeah, hand, exactly. Right, and I still think he – and he has depth. Like, he's one of the guys that have depth, and he still wouldn't feel the pressure of it.
1: Yeah, so I just don't – you know, I just don't – It's got to be two.
0: That's what I think. It's either got to be two or one doesn't do it. Yeah,
1: I feel. Bizarre. I mean, even looking at my team, um, I mean, like my team, I'd probably I'd drop Christian Watson for sure. Then I would probably get put in a sticky situation where I probably got to drop. I have to drop one of my rookies, either either Pacheco or Algier. So I mean, I I, I think like with my team, like I think one of those guys gets a bit on. a shit ton. I mean, I, I mean, like it probably ended up being Pacheco, and someone would scoop him up. So I maybe, mean, so. that proves point. Uses point correctly. That maybe one just stirs it up a little bit more. It does. It does. I mean, I I, I get like I get it. Like I, I 100% understand why. And I was like. Me, I was kind of inching towards it, and then like, I like, I think like one is a good compromise. Like, I'd probably like, I'd just vote for one. Like, I'd, I'd vote for one next yeah. year. But, but I think like, if we really want to make a difference, we'd do two. But I just two. Don't, which, if I don't
0: we know. do two, I want two hundred dollars in Fed. Because mm. I, I want to be able to have that extra, that extra, you know. Because we have a hundred now, we understand. I think we can jump up to two hundred, and people can really throw money if we're not. If it's blind bidding, if it's blind bidding, because like, if you have a lot a lot because if if you take two bench spots there's going to be so many more people in the mix like a good like four people every week i need people need to have the
1: ben- the money for it what is, I mean, like, do we, like, do we want that though? I mean, is, is that something that we want? And then like, we're getting he, too off the point though. We're just gonna, we can go on. I, I get what you're saying, you know, that's I, what like, the league has to vote on. I'm right? not saying it's wrong. I, like, I, yeah. I'm just question. I'm, I just want to know why. And like, if someone can explain it to me, and, and then, like, oh, it
0: just makes it more exciting because you have to make the tough decision every week. You have to make, like, okay, like, I have hopes on this guy, but then I have maybe this guy. Fuck, which one do I drop? Fuck, it's gonna have to be this guy. And then it's almost like a starting lineup situation, like, a bench situation situation now is becoming a starting lineup situation you're thinking about it you're thinking about who you have to drop you're stressing about who you have to pick up is this guy going to produce more than a bench player you know it's that's what I think it is it's, 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 it's extending off the starting
1: lineup that's fair that's fair I, I, I think I'd be down to do one, but I think two is too much yeah. personally well, anything else out there I think that's it I mean it's um, a good pod yeah I mean look, coming off these trades we'll see how each of our team teams do a
0: number one top of the list
1: King of the Hill? Yeah. 4-0. We'll see. Talk to me nice. 2-2. You're two, two. Your two games back. I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. Why would I be worried? I have Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor you're and just, Damian Pierce. You're just one game back from seven teams. It's great. That's great. Well, but I think I, I have the best team out of well, all those teams. I'm, uh, I think I have four. a better team than every single team that's 1-3. And, and I think it's not close. I, I don't think it's close at all. I'm not worried in the yeah. slightest. I think
0: the top five that are right now will all make playoffs. That's my That's my bet.
1: What was that me, you,
0: Bodie, Teddy? Me, Brandon.
1: Well, Nick's in the top five too.
0: Oh then, so it's not Brandon. I thought he was three and zero. I thought he was three and one.
1: Mm, no. Yeah, no. he is. So I mean, yeah. he is. Oh oh he has three and one. Oh my
0: five. god, that's the six. It's you, Brandon, me, Nick. That, that six right there, everyone else, that's one and three is six. I don't know. I think Nick's making the playoffs. You don't, you don't think? No. Man, that'd be such a tough road for him. Oh my god.
1: I really do not think Nick's making the playoffs. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I mean, he's 3-1. He has a nice cushion. I don't think he's making the playoffs. Sorry. Sorry, I think replace Mike with Nick. I think Mike makes the playoffs. I do. I'm, I, I think Mike makes the playoffs. Man,
0: I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm actually really nervous about you because if you don't win, right, you you become in this mix. And not saying that you don't have the best team. I'm just saying you're going to have to fight six other teams for one spot. Like, if this gap between the 3-1s and ones team – increase while like if that gaps where there's just seven teams and then the five teams that just keep winning and keep winning you're gonna have to fight with six other teams which is just way more stressful that's what i'm trying to say
1: oh it definitely is definitely is I'm like after this trade like has happened i feel i feel way better me too i feel way better even when jonathan taylor down i still have Eckler now just yeah. just you know because this this like it was last year i don't even have jonathan taylor during the year i i i, I traded him away I let him go do his own thing, you know, talk to other people, fool around. And then, and, and then he's ready to come back home. He's, come, he's ready to come back home. And same thing this year. He's going to go get some rehab, take some time for himself, yeah. collect himself, and then we're going for another chip. I love my team now because I don't even need to start wide receivers and I can still drop over 100 points. And your receiver still sucks. so good for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's, it's time. Just, all right. Goodbye. I'm, yeah, the, snake. I'm the weasel. Goodbye.